0: Last time, I ranked every grass starter within the main series. Not to sound egotistical, but I think I did a solid job talking about each of those stars and explaining who's my favorite of them all. As expected, we move on to the fire starters. Compared to the other types, the fire starters were who I primarily picked in every game. Of course, I didn't pick the fire starter in every game, but as I said before in the third episode of this podcast, I have a soft spot for every fire starter. I stay true to my word as this was not an easy task for me but I won't hesitate on certain aspects I'm not particularly fond of. Like before, I'll be judging the Firestars based on their design slash concept, stats and abilities, as well as any special gimmicks they may or may not have. If there's a Firestar that isn't ranked where you want him to be, don't get discouraged. Everyone is entitled to their own opinions, even the unpopular ones. I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and these are the Firestarters from least favorite to favorite. Again, if you haven't listened to my first starter episode, I don't entirely hate any of the starters, which is why I didn't say worst to best. My least favorite Fire starter is Tepig. This isn't too surprising because Tepig is universally hated among the Pokemon fanbase. Don't get me wrong about Tepig. This Fire Piggy is still cute, but the cuteness dies out quickly as soon as it evolves into Knight and later Embor. Granted, Knight isn't that bad in terms of appearance. Embor, on the other hand, is a different story. It just looks so ugly with its bulky body and that fire beard it has around its face. The biggest complaint that this Pokemon has is its unoriginal typing. No joke. This was the third generation in a row where the Firestarter evolved into a fire slash fighting type. At this point fans were burned out by seeing this type combo. No pun intended. It's like Game Freak was trying to overcompensate what made the last two fire great, but it ended up turning many people away. Emboar does have its moments of usefulness though. Emboar excels at using physical attacks. Its hidden ability, Reckless, can raise the damage it inflicts by 20% if you use a move that causes recoil damage. Believe me, the name of the ability speaks for itself. The dual typing can dominate most of the important battles in a Gen 5 playthrough, doesn't matter which game you're playing, as long as you don't mind its horrible speed. Looking back, I don't think the Tepic line completely sucks, but that derivative typing is what puts it pretty low for me. Most of you are probably going to hate me for this. Up next, we have the most recent fire starter, Bunny, don't get me wrong, I don't hate the Scorbunny line, but it is problematic to me. Bunny is cute, I'll give it that, and I like its energetic personality. Although, I had a feeling I wouldn't be too on board with the designs of its evolutions, and surprisingly, I was right to a certain degree. While I think Reboot has a decent design, it's Cinderace where I'm mostly disappointed with. Thanks to Embor, Pokemon fans fear that every new Firestarter will end up becoming par fighting once it evolves. I'm happy that Cinderace didn't follow that trend by staying as a pure Fire type, but that humanoid design makes it look like it's part-fighting, and overall awkward to look at. Doesn't help that I learn fine type moves by level up. Stat-wise, however, Cinderace is honestly pretty damn good. That high physical attack, speed, and diverse move makes it very versatile. Its Gigantamax form looks cool, despite it being my least favorite of the Galar Trio. And its hidden ability Labrio allows Cinderace to change its type depending on what move it uses. For example, if Cinderace uses Thunder Punch, it will become an electric type. Unfortunately, this doesn't impress me because Labrio is a carbon copy of the Protein ability. Of course, a certain starter is the master of that set ability. Again, I don't want to spoil who that is. Overall, I find the Bunny line to be decent, and I can see why everybody chose it as their starter for Sword and Shield. Now, I know all of you are going to hate me when I say who's above Score Bunny. Up next, we have Fennekin. Yes, I had the balls to put Fennekin above scorebunny. Just hear me out. I think Fennekin is pretty cute, and I had no regrets choosing it as my starter during my first playthrough of X and Y. Until I saw what it evolves into. Bryxen is fairly decent looking, but I'm not afraid to admit Delphox looks so fucking awkward. The idea of Fennekin evolving into a maze or wizard sounds good on paper. In execution, it definitely could have gone a lot better. That humanoid design just doesn't work at all. And all that hair growing out of its ears just makes it look agonizing. But why the fuck is Delphox above Cinderace? Simple. It's dual typing of Fire and Psychic. For as generic as my answer is, I think Fire and Psychic is an excellent type combo and it's not too often we get that. Granted, players already experience that type combo thanks to Victini, but not everybody has easy access to a mythical now do they? Unless you're a hacker, but that's going off topic. Anyway, Delphox's Psychic typing makes it very viable in the special attack department, especially with a signature move Mystical Fire that lowers your opponent's special attack every time it lands. It's got decent special defense, speed, and a hidden ability called Magician, which can steal the item your opponent is holding, just like how Real Magician robs you out of your fortune with shitty magic tricks. If Delphox had a better design for a wizard, it would have been ranked higher. At least that fire slash psychic typing saves it for me. We're now in the middle section, starting with Cyndaquil. I just want to point out that just because Cyndaquil is ranked this low, it doesn't necessarily mean I hate it. In fact, I love Cyndaquil. It's cute for, uh... Whatever the hell Cyndaquil is. According to the theory that every Firestarter is based off the Chinese Zodiac, Cyndaquil is based off a of Rodan. So let's just go with that. Its next form, Quilava, has a cool design. In fact, most people tend to agree that Quilava has the best design out of the entire evolution line. Its final form, Typhlosion, looks so badass. Definitely my favorite of the Johto starters. Looking at its stats... Typhlosion is built more around special attack and has decent speed and special defense as well. Its hidden ability Flash Fire powers up its fire type moves every time it gets hit by a fire type move itself. Not the best ability, but it can help any special attacking fire type moves you run. As much as I love Typhlosion, it does have its share of problems. Being a pure fire type was good for its time, but it has limited access to stab moves, and its move pool is mostly centered around physical moves which doesn't make sense. At least Cinderace had a more consistent move pool. Regardless, I still love Typhlosion, but there are other fire types that do its job better in my opinion. Next up, we have Litten. What can I say? I love fire types, and I love cats. So this was a match made in heaven for me. I knew Litten was going to be my starter as soon as I got Sun and Moon, and it did not disappoint me whatsoever. First off, Lyddon is adorable. Its next form Torracat, has one of the best designs for a middle stage starter. Like Quilava, fans often regard Toracat to have the best design in its evolution line then we have its final form incineroar there's a lot of mixed opinions that center around this pokemon people either love it because it's based off a wrestler and how fucking badass it looks or hate it because they may live bipedal and that wrestling motif makes it look like a fighting type personally i love incineroar it's got a unique typing of fire and dark which are two of my favorite types it excels in unleashing physical attacks and has great bulkiness its signature move Darkest Laria, could come in handy against setup moves that increase defense or evasion, and its exclusive Z-move, Malicious Moonsault, perfectly captures the wrestling motif Incineroar accentuates. The only real problem it has is having horrible speed, but even that's not too bad. Nowadays, people rely on Incineroar for its hidden ability, Intimidate, which lowers the opponent's attack power every time it's sent out. I use Incineroar all the time in double battles because of that ability. Still... I can't be the only one that's pissed off that we didn't get a chance to see Ashes Incineroar in action during the End of the Sun and Moon anime. Regardless, I love the Lin line, and it almost made the top 3 for me. Speaking of which, it's time to begin the top 3 with Torchic. As far as I'm concerned, Torchic is considered to be the best fire starter in the entire series, and I don't blame those people because I love the Torchic line so much. It starts off as a cute little chick, then it evolved into the edgy Combustion. And finally, into the kick-ass and menacing Blaziken. This was the first original Fire Fighting type we've been exposed to. Fuck off, Embor. Like most people, my first time seeing Blaziken was Harrison's from the Pokemon anime. It looked so fucking cool, and I wanted to use it for myself. So I used Torchic during a playthrough of Sapphire, and I wasn't disappointed. Looking back, I'm glad I chose a Fire Star during that run because I didn't realize Hoenn had a very low selection of Fire types. Looking at Blaziken's stats... It has amazing speed, physical, and special attack. In X and Y, Blaziken was the only one of the Hoenn starters to receive a Mega Form, where it gets faster after each turn thanks to the Speed Boost ability. Hell, even if you don't Mega Evolve it, Blaziken still has Speed Boost as a hidden ability, which makes it a huge threat. I remembered a month or two before X and Y, players had the option to get a Torchic with Speed Boost via Mystery Gift as soon as the game's release. To be honest, I didn't use it during my first playthrough of X because I already had two Fire Types on my team, but after I beat the main story, I proceeded to destroy people in Wi-Fi battles with my fastest fuck Blaziken. Again, I have to thank all you data miners out there for letting us know that Torchic and the rest of Hoennstarters are coming back for the Crown of Tundra DLC. The runner-up for my favorite fire starter is Chimchar. This may be a bit controversial to put Chimchar above Torchic, but I'll get to my reasons soon. I think Chimchar has a cool looking design for a fire monkey. Its Evolved Form Inferno also continues that cool trend and it gets even better once it fully evolves into Infernape. Despite being another fire fighting type, I love Infernape, with its slim and athletic body as well as a large flame growing out of its head. Honestly, I think Infernape has a better design than Blaziken. Admittedly though, Infernape's stats are a little bit inferior to its predecessor. Just like Blaziken, Infernape excels at speed, physical, and special attacks, but slower than Blaziken, which is why he's not used that much in competitive play. Its hidden ability Iron Fist gives Infernape an extra boost in power if it uses any punch moves. This includes moves like Fire Punch, Thunder Punch, and even Mock Punch, which is one of those priority moves. So at least Infernape does have that to make it more diverse. Hell, Infernape isn't nearly as broken, which is why I prefer it over Blaziken. I can't forget about Ash's Infernape. As a Chimchar, it was released by Paul, then joined Ash's team to reach new heights. Infernape is without a doubt the best starter to use in Platinum, and it's not just because Sinnoh has a scarce selection of Fire Types. I mean, there was only 5 new fire types added during that time. And 3 of them were part of the Chimchar line, which is a damn shame. Infernape may not be the best fire slash fighting type out of the trail from a competitive standpoint, but its design and reasonable stats is what makes it my second favorite fire starter. I'm sure we all know who number 1 is. My favorite fire starter of all time is Charmander. I'm sorry for having such a generic and obvious choice, but I can't help myself. I love this flaming salamander so much. Charmander has a simple but very cool design to accentuate its motif. Its next form Charmeleon is pretty much a bigger version of Charmander, but still pretty cool. And of course, we have its spinal form, and the main reason why Charmander is ranked so high, Charizard. You know, I know, even Game Freak knows how fucking overrated Charizard is. I can't help it though. That dragon-like design really captured my attention, and I'll get to a certain joke eventually. Ash's Charizard from the anime was one of the biggest contributing factors for my love towards this Pokemon. After going through its disobedient phase, Charizard became one of Ash's strongest and most reliable Pokemon to this day. Besides Ash, Charizard was prominent in many other incarnations within the anime. There was Red's Charizard in Pokemon Origins, Alon's Charizard from X, Y, and Z. Hell, even Leon's Charizard in Pokemon Journeys is starting to pique my interest. Oh yeah, Kiawe has a Charizard too if anyone still gives a shit about Sun and Moon. In terms of stats, Charizard is very balanced in every department, especially with physical and special attacks. The main concern with Charizard, however, is its 4x weakness to Rock. Which means, a single pebble can obliterate Charizard which is sad. Luckily, that hasn't changed my opinion overall. In X and Y, Charizard was the only one of the Kanto stars to receive more than one Mega form. Mega Charizard X, where it becomes a Fire Slash Dragon type and gained the Tough Claws ability, which strengthens any physical moves it uses and Mega Charizard Y, where it's still a Fire-slash-Flying type, but has the Drought ability to raise its Fire-type moves. Comparing the two, I prefer Mega Charizard X for its design and additional Dragon-typing. For years, Charizard has been mistaken for a Dragon-type for its design, but Mega Charizard X finally let it gain the Dragon-type it deserves, and it was one of the main reasons why I picked Pokemon X over Y. However, I will admit that Mega Charizard Y is better to use in competitive play, simply because Drought is a better Sun ability than regular Charizard 10 ability Solar Power, I appreciate the extra special attack power in the sun, but I'm not for losing one-eighth of my health after each turn. In Sword and Shield, Charizard received a Gigantamax form, and I fucking love it. Its design is literally a hybrid between both of Charizard's mega forms, and G-Max Wildfire has saved my ass so many times in Wi-Fi battles thanks to it causing additional damage for the next four turns. Even if Charizard is not in the field. Is Charizard really the strongest? Not really. Berated? Absolutely. Despite that, my love for this flaming reptile hasn't died out yet, and probably never will. Charmander will always be my favorite fire starter, and Charizard will always be my favorite Pokemon, no matter what. Sorry if I got a little carried away back there, I was just very passionate when it comes to fire types. I still enjoy each fire starter in some sort of capacity, but it wasn't easy ranking them. Again, it's a very subjective topic. Who knows what will happen once I get to the water starters. If you haven't listened to my last starter episode... I mentioned that my friend Charles went through a near-death experience not too long ago. He's much better now than he was back then, and I just want to let you guys know, Charles, keep staying strong, buddy. I hope you guys enjoyed this Geeks Crossing episode. Subscribe and check out our Discord server if you haven't. Thank you for listening, and take care.